Welcome to part two of our San Diego Comic-Con coverage for here at Tower Talk. This is Casey. It's more like part dude. And this is Chris. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Whatever you want to call it. Here we are. Um, and we're going to talk about Everything a lot else. of stuff. Everything else. Everything else. Everything else. matters. That's it, man. Uh, so let's get into some TV news. Um, first things first, we have American Horror Story Apocalypse. Oh, oh, ooh, ooh, me. Me first. Yeah, definitely you. Um, so unfortunately, I was, I was up and I was online around midnight of uh, the night where they were going to try to launch something. And all these people were just, I saw it on Facebook and they're all sitting there in front of the screen and all these thousands of people are online waiting for something to happen on this screen. So, you know, it was like 11 minutes until it happened. So I, I decided to hang out and nothing happened except they showed like some banners from the movie or from the TV show. Okay. Yeah. So people are like, <laughs> up, so they're like up on the East coast, like 3am or like, they're up in Australia to whatever the hell time it is there. You know, like these, like what? <laughs> they had a countdown timer on their social media for this. And they still didn't give us a trailer. Savages. It's, it's just, yeah. Yeah. I mean, the show is hit or miss anyhow. So. Yeah. So I don't, you know, there's a new season of American Horror Story coming. It's called Apocalypse. It's about <laughs> the world we live in now. And. It's apocalyptic. <laughs> it's a crossover between Murder House and Coven. Sounds actually right up my alley, since those are my two favorite seasons. <laughs> exactly. I think they said, hey, let's do a poll and see what the, the two top episodes what are. Do a crossover. Yeah, oh. yeah, let's do it. All right. Oh, so. Good job, Ryan Murphy. Good job. Watch it. Watch it. Um, so in another piece of news, uh, Buffy, there's a reboot coming. Um, Mm -hmm. I'm tempering my expectations because even though it's produced by Joss Whedon, Buffy the Vampire Slayer is my favorite TV show ever, tied with Seinfeld. Um, And this news is in such a preliminary stage that I'm not trying to get too excited because they don't have scripts done. They just have the idea, like, this is going to happen. It'll be an African-American Buffy. That's about it. What do you got to say? Say that line. We're on to every generation. Say it. A slayer is born. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Keep it real, people. Yeah. I'm excited I mean, for this. I mean, know, I they can't can do whatever they want with it. I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah, go ahead. You're, no, 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 no. I'm just saying, like, it's, it's not real until, like, I see something. Right now, it's the idea of a Buffy reboot, which is enough to get people excited. But I'm tempering my expectations until I actually see something. That's I, all. I got you. I understand. But it would be really fun. Hell yeah, it would. With no strings, just a new storyline. Joss Whedon produced. Yeah. Yeah. It yeah. could be a lot of fun. Could be a lot of fun. Uh, Rise of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. We saw our first uh, preview of the footage. I think it was about five minutes. Um, yeah. I actually watched it. Me too. And I hated it. Yeah, I had a seizure. 
I didn't have a seizure, but no, it was just me like, either. But if you are you if you're prone to it, don't watch that trailer. I'll be serious. I what I am not joking. It's like an epileptic nightmare. I can't even say it. Yeah, it, it is. It's like the animation is intense. Yeah, and they're not. They're not. Listen, I I get like these different iterations and whatever. I'm behind it. Maybe it'll be fun, but it's a little too intense for me. I did like the other uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles mm-hmm. that came out recently. Um, that was more my speed, I guess. This was just, I don't know. I just, I didn't like it that much. I didn't mind the new theme song and the new opening, to be honest with you. Some people did, but I wasn't really on board with this. So, what's? Can you tell me the next piece of news? Because I didn't actually read this. Um, so the Jeff Lemire has um, has said that he has finished the Essex County pilot for TV. So I, I don't believe it's been picked up by anything yet, uh, but he's trying to get it. Like it's one of the most original Lemire stories out there. Uh, so it would be great because we all love him and I would love to see his talent on the small screen, even the big screen someday. Yeah, I I agree. You know, we, we're both huge fans of, of Jeff Lemire. Um, so, you know, it's a little bit more of a, a grounded story for Jeff Lemire. Um, and it seemed like it could be something that would be uh, pretty interesting for television. So as most people are snatching up comic book properties left and right. I would not be surprised to see it turned into something. Um, he wrote this comic a long time ago, actually. So uh, it will be, I think back in uh, 2011 um, with the first, actually, sorry, that was the collective work. The first book came out in 2008. So 10 years old. <laughs> wow. So we'll we'll see uh, exactly what happens with this, but yeah, yeah. Good. I mean, I remember really getting into Sweet Tooth back in the day and hearing about this writer Jeff Lemire, and um, yeah, yeah. That 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 devotion of that writer has paid off. So it's good yeah. times. Good times. Yeah. Um, we got a, another trailer for Deadly Class, um, mm-hmm. which is coming to Sci Fi, produced by the Russo brothers. Um, did you watch his trailer? I did. It's insane. This looks so good. <laughs> it's intense. It's exciting. It's it's just it's awesome. It's like wanted for like high school students. It's like mm-hmm. turning these wanted kids. Harry Potter a little bit. I mean, there's no magic involved, but uh, they have powers. Know. Do they? Yeah, I thought that's what they are. They have these powers. I didn't think so. I thought I just thought that they were like. I don't think they have powers, man. I don't. I don't think so. I think they. I think they're just like kids that get turned into um, assassins. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't think they actually have powers. Oh. Yeah. Marcus Lopez, as he transitions from living on the streets to being enrolled into a school of assassins. The academy run by Master Lin 
is composed of children of mob bosses and mass murderers learning the same trade as their parents. Well, sorry guys, no no mutant assassins here. Yeah, because I started reading it. I, I haven't finished it, but I did start reading it um, a while ago, and then I got to get back into it. So Rick Remender, fantastic writer. It's out by Image Comics. Um, so read the comic, as we always say, read the comic, read the comic. But uh, yeah, this should be, um, it looks like a great show, comes out next year. Um, Disenchantment trailer came out. Uh, this was just Matt Groening's The Simpsons creator's new uh, uh, creation. Uh, <laughs> it's fantasy, a fan- fantasy creation. Fantasy. Did you watch this trailer? I did. Uh, it's fun. It does. You know, it looks a lot more almost like linear than the other shows. So maybe it'll have more of a overarching storyline, which I kind of get the feeling for, you know? So yeah, it does. I, he's done the present. He's done the future. Now let's do the fake past. Yeah. Um, looks to be a little bit more in line with like some of his comic book stuff that doesn't have to do anything with the Simpsons or Futurama or whatever. So, I know like that little devil character has been um, featured in many of his like collected works. So uh, I thought that was really interesting. So yeah, I'm, I'm on board. It's coming to Netflix and Netflix team, you know, seems to give their money to some, some good creators. So um, speaking of which uh, they gave their money to the writer head person over at airbender, um, the last airbender to create this new show called the dragon prince. Watch the trailer for that. I think it's like humans versus elves. Um, another fantasy cartoon. Can't go wrong there, really. Yeah. One of our writers, uh, Moses, is a huge uh, Last Airbender um, fan. And I know he'll be right on board uh, with this new show coming out. So check out the tra- trailer for Dragon Prince. Looks pretty good. Um, and then finally, we got a new set of footage for Doctor Who. Um, Jodie Whittaker, the first female Doctor ever. Um, she is going to be making her premiere this fall. It looks like she's assembling a crew of companions to help her go on missions, which is a lot different than the normal... Like a suicide uh, squad? A little bit, yeah. Like, mm. they do seem to have a particular set of skills. Um, mm. So the trailer looks fun. Um, you know, we'll see what's going on in, in the fall when we get that new doctor. Cool. Yeah, looking forward to that. Me too. All right. So, movie news. M. Night Shyamalama Ding Dong unleashed a new trailer. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I call him for years. Um, that's, that's, that's genius. <laughs> he's got a new trailer for, for Glass. Uh, combining the Unbreakable World yeah. uh, with Split. Um, we get Sarah Paulson as a uh, kind of a psychiatrist in a particular asylum that deals with people who think that they're superheroes or supervillains. So, Is that uh, an American horror story? Yeah, she's from, yeah, she's from every season of American no, no, Horror no, Story. No, she is. I'm saying, is that is that plot line from that? It could be. It could be from season two. Um, oh, it's all connected. Right? Story right. Yeah. So the trailer for this looked honestly fantastic. It did. Um, good to see Bruce Willis kind of on looking top old. of his game. He's looking all, but you know what? He's on top of his game. 
like sometimes you can tell that he gives a shit about a project and sometimes he just is kind of getting in a paycheck and this one, it looks like he's happy to be back. So uh, the trailer looked like a lot of fun. Um, and it's, it's cool to see comic books as the main theme. Again, I remember, I think you and I saw it in the theater. Yes. And I remember that opening crawl where it said it was giving you all these facts about comic books. And we both looked at each other and we're like, what the fuck? Like, what are you talking about? Comics? Because the trailers never indicated anything about that. So, uh, you know, it's, it's a comic book movie that M. Night Shyamalan created. It's, it's one of the first and one of the best, to be honest. Um, and we've been waiting for this, this, this sequel, though it's a second sequel now, part of a trilogy, for a very long time. And what he did with Split was very intelligent, and I liked Split as a movie. But what he did with the ending of it, by bringing genius. it into the unbreakable, unbreakable world, is genius. And um, so this one... The way they just started with them in the asylum, kind of questioning their like their sanity and everything, is a very smart approach to it. But you know, it's I yeah, I do remember that we went to see that movie. I mean, this is like this is the sequel that we've been waiting for. I loved Samuel L. Jackson's Glass character. He yeah, is, he is one of the best supervillains ever created. Yeah, he is first name. Mr. Last Name Class. It's just, it was one of, like, very intelligent. And it's when M. Night was at the top of his game. Yeah. And now he's back to it. And I think it's, it's, it's intelligent what he's doing right now. Yep. I agree. Cannot wait for this movie. Yeah. Um, also got a trailer uh, for Godzilla King of the Monsters. I'll be quite honest with you. I didn't actually like this trailer. I. <laughs> In, and then I'm on the minority. It and I didn't like the movie, the, yeah. the first movie with Gareth Edwards. And honestly, like this trailer for me, the reason why is because seeing the kaiju, I got goosebumps, 100, percent especially Ghidorah at the end. But what is the what what the Earth is trying to kill itself, so it needs the Titans to come? Like, what does that even mean? Like, are there aliens coming? Like, I just. Like, I could not understand what this movie was about. And, like, therefore, the trailer for me... Like, if you just sh- literally just showed me those images of the Titans and showed me humans doing some regular human shit like they do in all Godzilla movies, then I would have been fine. But giving that over-explanation of, like, the Earth needing the Titans to save the Earth, like, that was, like... I, I, what, what do I get out of this trailer? I, I don't get it. Yeah... You know what? It was like the Easter egg of of cool Easter eggs when Godzilla movie came out, and we got to see that kind of briefing at the uh, the end. King Kong and King Kong, yeah, right. Sorry, King Kong Skull Island. Oh my god, yeah. You know, so they started to connect the universe. Sorry, yeah, that part. So now it's like, all right, they're they're doing what they promised. Now it's like, how are you going to do it? Because you know we've always seen like monsters and clouds and how they're treated. you know, like how Galactus is treated in the Fantastic Four two movie or something like that. You know, so show us, show us what's going to go happen, and then uh, maybe I'll get on board with your uh, kaiju versus kaiju action. Yeah, you know, seeing Mothra's wings though, like I mean, yeah, that's some, cool. some beautiful shots. The Rodan, uh, yeah, again, like Rodan, like, Gidra at the end, like yeah, like I did I freaked out, but I did. 
I know people can cut trailers very well too. So yeah, I will not be fooled. Ever. Uh, though, in other movie news, speaking of insanely good trailers, yes, Alita Battle oh. Angel. So it wasn't necessarily part of Comic Con. It came out today. We're recording this on the twenty third. Um, which is curious. Will not be controlled yeah. by some convention <laughs> of nerds. James Cameron is above all of you. <laughs> I thought that that was so curious because <laughs> the same thing with like the Terminator Six news. Like yeah. he just had his own press conferences. Yeah. Like Terminator's coming. Yeah. Get ready. <laughs> so the same situation with this is like Robert Rodriguez and James Cameron had their own oh, special conference with Fox to announce Alita: Battle Angel, and this trailer was an effing anime come to life i mean it's, it's beautiful it's the next step in like your your brain confusing what's real and what's not mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And just in, in a trailer alone on my standard hd tv i still had a hard time being like wow this is kind of blowing my mind like that james cameron is up the ante once again yeah yeah when she gets that second suit or body whatever i was like I, oh my gosh i can't i can't even with that trailer and i'm probably gonna have a like i'll probably just die in the theater when i watch it so It'll now, be fun. let me let me um let me just check this out real quick because i i want to say aquaman comes out in the same day well i know what i'll be watching like december 21st is battle yeah they come <laughs> on the same day wow that's a good weekend for us Oh my goodness. Yeah, so that's super interesting. Um, Oh, no wonder Star Wars was not going to hang out in December this year. Yeah, but Star Wars would have killed it. Uh, I don't know, man. Maybe, probably. Yeah, we can't talk about that right now. We can't even speculate. Can't speculate. Well, one of those would have moved their release date. That's the point. If Star Wars would have put their planted their flag in that, they would have moved, but Anywho, um, sowed their seed. Battle Angel is something that James Cameron's been working on for 20 years. I mean, literally. I remember hearing about this movie 20 years ago, and finally it's coming out. And this new trailer really, really looks like living anime. So check it out. Absolutely. It's beautiful. It's, it's, it's beautiful. Uh, towards the end of the con, um, there was an evening with Kevin Smith. And in it, he announced that he's going back to the well, and he's going to produce, well, sorry, direct, produce, whatever, a new Jay and Silent Bob movie. Mm -hmm. Um, The plot of the movie will be Jay and Silent Bob going to try to stop the reboot of Chronic and Blunt Man. (laughs) (laughs) When Jay and Silent Bob strike back, stop. Chronic and Blunt Man from getting made. This one, they're going to be stopping the reboot. <laughs> um, which, yes, we're in a reboot world. Reboot generation. Um, we have not seen a View Universe movie since Clerks 2, uh, which was a long time yeah. ago. Eons ago. Yeah, it was like 2006 or something. So, um, Which I actually love. Uh, so... Yeah, it's going to be really interesting to see how that happens, but it's going into production on uh, in November. Another Jane Sound Bob coming at you. Awesome. 
And last bit of news uh, in the everything else category before we go to commercial. In this epic two-part San Diego Comic-Con 2018 episode. Uh, you know what? I've been waiting forever for a new LEGO DC game. It's coming, and they did it exactly the way they should have done it. It's going to feature the DC supervillains. Did you watch this trailer? Because I, I did. I didn't get a chance to. How does it look? It's awesome. So um, it's a lot of fun. And like Ultraman and his goons show up to Earth. And so the, the, like, the superheroes are making friends with them like they do. And then the supervillains are like, oh, there's, there's something wrong here. And then so that's, that's the narrative right there. Like it's making them into anti-heroes? Basically. They know that these, Ugh. the Injustice gang or whatever. I don't want that. Injustice, yeah. It's fun. Those games are fun. They're they're always a good time, man. So I I don't I don't I really don't see any disappointment there. No, I know I'll I'll like it and I'll enjoy it. But I say it time and time again: Batman Lego Batman Two, one of the greatest Lego games, if not the best Lego game ever made. Absolutely, one of the, one of the. It's an insanely good plot. I think it, I want to say it's written by Chris Yost. Probably. I would say like it's just it's so good. And, you know, I hope that, uh, you know, I hope that this game lives up to that because it's just the best. Amen. That's it. Um, No, David A. Goodman wrote it. Lego Batman 2. That's his pen name. He worked on the Golden Girls and Futurama. That's his pen name. Yeah, that's it. All (laughs) right. Let's go to a commercial. (laughs) There the bugger is. She's a big one, ain't she? Oi! Over 20 points of articulation, great sculpting, and look at the paint job on her. We've been looking all over for this one. Let's get them in our sights and end this hunt now. All right. All right. Steady. Steady now. Got him! It's the pursuit of plastic. Listen to the podcast from the creators of Don'tForgetAtowl.com, geek out about toy news, hunting, and histories on your favorite collectibles. Hi, I'm Chris. And I'm Casey from Gourmet Scum Radio. We're two cousins talking about geeky pop culture stuff. You a fan of television, music, and movies of the 80s? (laughs) Well, we are too. Do you like being transported to galaxies far, far away and the threat of troglodytes that go boom in the night? Well, we're going to geek out about it. Have you ever scared yourself listening to ska music while reading a comic book and sipping on a tasty Jones soda? Then this is the podcast for you! Gourmet Scum Radio is here to tickle your holes and make you believe in dynamite explosions right again. Make sure to check us out on Stitcher and iTunes. And follow us on Facebook and Twitter and check out our website at don'tforgetatowel.com. You won't regret it! Lights, we are back and we are going to be wrapping up in the next two hours. No, just joking. <laughs> our, uh, our final episode from this year's San Diego Comic Con. Uh, we're just highlighting the news and we're about to jump into Star Wars news. And the con really started off with this uh, little tidbit here 
that the Clone Wars is coming back for one final season. What Ooh. do you think, Casey? It's a uh, it's pretty exciting. What a it's a what a better way to unite the fans than to bring back something so dear to them, to them all. You know, I'm pretty excited about it. Um, the trailer is really good. Animation, as you mentioned, is good. Um, I, you know, the final shot, spoilers, in case you didn't see it, the final shot with Ahsoka and a Mandalorian, you know, could it be Sabine's mom? Could it be Sabine? Like, is there some sort of time travel element in there? I don't know. We hope that it does the Jendi uh, way and, and leads directly into episode three. I think that would be very smart if it did that. But, like, what threads will it pull from Rebels? Because Filoni's behind both of them. Will Ezra show up? <laughs> you know? Like, With as, like an old Jedi or some shit? <laughs> so, how many episodes? We don't know. Uh, I guess I would assume 24. I don't know because it's also going to be going on Disney streaming service and I don't know what their format is. Streaming service is different because Netflix can do stranger things with eight episodes. It can do, uh, orange is the new black with 13. I mean, like it doesn't and like, they don't have to sit the same amount of time each episode. Like it's just, that whole streaming service is so mixed with um, how it delivers content that it's going to be very interesting uh, how everything is presented to us, but I'm, I'm excited. I guess at the end of the day, that's all I want to say is I'm excited. Yeah. They, they're promising a lot of good stuff and I'm sure they, they will deliver. So we can only have hope in that. Uh, let's move on to the, the Star Wars comics where, they they really hit hard, you know, with the uh, the new canon and storytelling and all that on the Marvel side of things. Uh, since the whole Disney merger, it was it was really the one of the main launching things. So uh, we have a new thirty issue maxi series featuring three different time periods from Star Wars history, uh, from the what's called the Age of the Republic, the Age of Resistance. I'm sorry, the Age of the Republic, Age of Rebellion. And the age, age of, of resistance and oh, the sorry. age of Ultron. And um, <laughs> exactly. So, <clears throat> right now, uh, so these are all little, basically, I think they're 10 comics each, I guess. So, Jody Hauser will be writing the uh, Age of the Republic series, which now uh, will feature a Darth Maul story and a Qui Gon story to start, uh, from what I understand. Uh, Greg Pack will be doing the Age of Rebellion, and Tom Taylor will be doing Age of resistance hmm. so yeah these little, these little micro stories within these uh this this bigger overarching arcing series i just caught up on darth vader mm-hmm. um read it all uh, i think it's uh charles soul took over um it was amazing you know karen gillen did a really good foundation and charles soul took over and it did even better and is doing even better, which is shocking. But then he also did a really good job on that Lando series. I'll read any star Wars comic. I need to go back to the main star Wars comic that Jason Aaron 
was doing. And I think now Kieran Gillen is on that, right? Correct. Yes. Um, But uh, this is exciting for me because I think that these Star Wars comics um, bridge a lot of gaps and, you know, I just, I'm I'm happy to read them. So I'll, I'll be there. Beautiful. Next up, IDW. Remember that little gray area of who can do Star Wars comics and who can't? Weird, Weird, right? So IDW is going to be having this little series called Tales from Vader's Castle, which are going to be horror comics. Sure. (laughs) Right? It's kind of weird. Look it up. Oh, I did. Just, yeah, sure. I don't know how that works. I don't like who's it aimed at? Is it fitting canon? You know what I mean? Like everything's <laughs> everything is canon, Casey. Yeah, like, I, I don't know, but so sure. In relation to this, Darth Vader in the comic in the Charles Soul comic will finally be getting to his castle. So this is a big theme, I guess, coming up is Darth Vader's castle. It's a cool place to chill. Hell yeah, Krennic didn't want to be there. Yeah, no. <laughs> <on his aspiration. laughs> So, yeah. uh, and finally, in the comic side, uh, speaking of Charles Soule, the Poe comic will be coming to an end at some point soon. But the final issues will be set after The Last Jedi. Okay. Um, that is a comic that I started. I like it. Mm-hmm. I need to go back. I just caught up on Vader. I'm sure I can binge now that you reminded me. I will binge on these uh, Poe comics because, you know, I enjoyed them. Yeah. Um, wasn't like, oh, my God, this is the greatest uh, comics ever I read. But, you know, they're good. They're good. So I will uh, I'll get back to them because you're right. I really should. And um, I, I do want to see how they tie into The Last Jedi. That's that's interesting to me. Yeah, I mean, so, I mean, anything set after the Last Jedi is kind of a key point in Star Wars lore that we're looking for. So, uh, yeah, bring it on, Disney! Come on. Uh, next up, books, books, and more books. Uh, we love our Star Wars books here at Defat, and uh, we're getting a few uh, this year. A couple main novels, uh, starting with Queen's Shadow by E.K. Johnson. It's a Padme story. Uh, it's going to be set somewhere within the prequel trilogy. I think it's after episode two or something like that. No, after episode one, then she becomes a senator or something like that. So um, the other one, another prequel book. Um, I'm sure you're not a fan here. Uh, Master and Apprentice is a Qui-Gon Jinn and Obi-Wan story by Claudia Gray. Now, Claudia Gray has really not done any wrong. So I'm kind of interested in seeing what this story is about. Uh, Yet it's, Still tapping into a universe that we're familiar with. What do it's you Claudia Gray. I'll read it. She's yeah. been very consistent. I love Bloodlines. I love Lost Stars. I love. Um, what's the other one? I'm missing Leia. one. Yeah, Leia. Uh, the prequel Leia. Um, so loved them. She's she's just like I said. She's consistent. So I am completely on board, even though I would not normally want to read a Qui-Gon and Anakin or uh, Obi-Wan story because I feel like, okay, like what am I really going to get out of this? But because it's Claudia Gray, 
I'll read it 100%. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. And um, the last Star Wars book to note, there was a few. Uh, you can check the rest of them out on our Instagram and other socials. Uh, but the one that kind of caught my eye was Women of the Galaxy by Amy Radcliffe featuring various artists. It's kind of a coffee table book of these different little tales of uh, the different uh, female characters from Star Wars. Uh, so that's coming out. What is, do you know anything else about that one? I can look it up. I'm just like. curious, like, like, are they just one-off stories or? Yes. That's, they're like, an, it's like an anthology, I believe. Okay. That's fine then. Yeah. Sure. I'll, uh, I'll totally read that. That sounds can cool. I, I read it to you? Yeah, sure. So, they're really thrilled to exclusively announce a new book from uh, blah, 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 that celebrates the eclectic mix of female characters from the films, cartoons, novels, comics, and video games. Star Wars Women of the Galaxy by Star Wars fan and journalist Amy Ratcliffe, who I believe uh, is part of Nerdist, uh, arrives in October of 2018, uh, featuring Leia... Ray, Ahsoka, Jin, Rose, Maz, and many more, including characters from a solo from Solo, a Star Wars story, mm. and Star Wars Resistance. The book mm. gathers seventy-five profiles with text by Ratcliffe and all new incredible artwork from eighteen talented female and non-binary artists. Okay, yeah, I'll be buying that book. Yeah, that's a that's an immediate then. That sounds amazing. Yeah, that does. Okay, awesome. Yeah, I'm down. Down, down, down for that. Um, I think it's time, right? What What time is it? Pursuit of Plastic Time. Yes. All right, let's get in to the pursuit of plastic we're going to kind of split this one up but chris this is this one is all you 100%. this is me this is me <laughs> um big he-man fan here uh skeletor fan especially uh so when when mattel was doing the matic Maddie collector line like the, when they had the rights to master the universe and they were doing a good job but eventually they gave it up and super seven took it over we had seen some uh some pre- preliminary shots of snake mountain and it was kind of like hinted there and there, here and there by Super 7. And finally, at San Diego Comic-Con, we will be getting a six, basically almost, not really, but six-inch scale playset for Snake Mountain. I mean, this set's uh, insane. It's it huge. Is. It is. Six it's inch. Big. What are you talking about? It's bigger than my Castle Grayskull. Yeah. And that's huge. Yeah. And I love Snake Mountain and Skeletor. Yeah. Uh, this and looks incredible. Incredible. Big fan. So, I don't know how much it costs. Uh, I can't afford it. But, sure as hell looks beautiful. <laughs> yeah. Time to rob banks. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what's next? The toys that made us are... They had promised at first only six... No, eight episodes, remember? It was like the first season. Yeah, it was in the theme songs like eight episodes, da, 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 da. but they're not. They're not stopping there. They're not. They're back for season three, and this time around, we get 
Turtles, which we you and I just discussed the other day. Like, why haven't they done a Turtles episode? Yep, it's coming. Wrestling figures, yeah, that's that's huge. That's huge. My Little Pony, Bronies, whatever, whatever you want to call it, and Joe of Bronies, Ninja Bronies, going back to WWE ones, and then finally Power Rangers. I'm excited for Turtles. Yeah, <laughs> I'll watch I, them all. I'll, I'll watch them all. Um, my sister was my little pony fan. Uh, you know, I, I loved wrestling in the eighties. I, I definitely own some, some eighties toys. Uh, hacksaw, Jim Duggan, obviously Hulk Hogan, Jake, the snake, um, you know, Jimmy's, uh, Superfly snooker. Like I, I love wrestling through the eighties and nineties. So I'll, I'll check it out. Um, but toys that made us keep going, obviously the fan base is there. People are loving these series so much, and they need uh, an entire season on comic book toys. Oh gosh, don't even get me started on Toy Biz. They did Toy Biz. You guys want to? Well, I don't even know if they can listen to the old episodes of that one, but I'll have, to re- I'll have to re-release. We released them. Did we? We did. Okay, so listen to our Toy Biz episode of Pursuit of Plastic, uh, as per Towelite Talk. Um, it's it's in there. You'll find it. What's what is this? This is um, unfortunately DC Multiverse has decided to be kind of impressive this time around and just show off some reimagining <laughs> of the new Teen Titans. Unfortunately, this Black Canary figure that looks amazing, and I don't know if the Four Horsemen are working with them again, but I have a strong suspicion they are. Okay, after after killing the Medi collector in the DC Universe Classics line, they still decided to continue to release DC action figures and make them look better every year. A la Marvel Legends. Yeah. Um, I'll, bu- I'll buy some of these, unfortunately, just because I want to spend some money on them, but yeah, good articulation. New, uh, good, beyond. Yeah, good sculpts, you know? Yeah, that, that Black Canary is awesome. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely agree. Okay, cool. Awesome. So we got a little Rebel Yell uh, in the next section here <laughs> with uh, the only Black Series toys that... not. Always, I won't say that, but I do hunt down certain ones. But uh, Hasbro will be continuing to release Rebels toys, thank God, uh, so they can complete the team eventually with a Zeb figure down the line, which will be probably impossible to find. But uh, we're getting Ezra and Chopper in the next lineup of black series from Hasbro. And, you know, Hasbro has been doing a good job with uh, the, the new faces, uh, soft goods and whatnot. So they're really, I, I do believe they're trying to deliver at that price point. Yeah. Um, Chopper looked good. You know, it's got, it's got some good, uh, I don't know, moves, you know, with the, with the shooting in the air, like Ezra's cool base, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ezra's face. I'm on the fence with. It almost looks like a comic book version of Ezra. They the thing is is like they're all so more realistic. Yeah. Versions. So I get I kinda yeah. get it. Which kind of makes me wonder what they're gonna do with Zeb. I hope they go like that Ralph McQuarrie more like beast. Oh, like beast original version. Chewbacca. Yeah. That's um you know, that would be yeah, awesome. Actually that would be awesome. So um <laughs> yeah, they look they look good, you know. And then um, next up from Black Series, I saw this coming. 
I mean, when they're going to start remaking figures. So we have <laughs> what is called Black Series Archives coming at you soon, featuring Boba Fett, uh, X-Wing Luke, uh, Bosk, IG-88, all the figures that you want right now but don't want to pay eBay prices for. Uh, Hasbro will be remaking with the ultra-realistic photo uh, technology and, you know, of course, improved articulation. So... Um, mm. Don't ever call Black Series a collector series, people. It's a toy line. Yeah, I mean, I think that's a it's a good point that you're making there. Is that you know people get really hung up on these toys and they they drive up the collector's market when at the end of the day they're made for kids and therefore they'll remake these toys and will continue to do so. To make sure that kids buy them, um, and they'll make us, them better looking, and they'll make them better looking. <clears throat> us, us adults, we're driving up that market, but kids don't care. You know <laughs> what I mean? So, I'm sorry, but they're going to keep doing it, and um, you might as well just have fun. Hold your, hold your horses, yeah. Have fun, hold your horses. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, I agree. Awesome, in, yeah. In, in a great. Great, 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 great. Star Wars toys news. Uh, did you see that uh, Darth Maul Hot Toys figure with the speeder? I did. Yeah. Do you see my, how much it is? My wallet cried out. It's very expensive. Uh, yeah. But there is a seven-month uh, payment plan for it. So, <clears throat> How much you know, is it? Do you know? It's 50 bucks a month for seven no, months. No, no, no. How much? Oh, for seven months. Okay, so it's $350? Like three, it's like, yeah, it's like 340 something. Okay. Yeah, it's not bad because you get a you get a speeder. speeder. A, you get a vehicle in in scale with your figure, mm-hmm. and you get an amazing Star Wars character that will be. If do both those lightsabers light up, I didn't even look. I stopped looking at that point. Yeah, that's crazy. So, Hot Toys again. Yeah, knocking you out of the park. Thanks for the next thing I have to spend my money on. Uh, all right, you Mondo go. Yeah, so Mondo um, decided to drop some uh, new toys. Like they did, they they started with Iron Giant, and they did a little bit of Turtles, but now they decided to go full crazy with Batman the Animated Series, uh, God of War, and Masters of the Universe. Um, Particularly, they're one six scale. They're around one hundred and twenty five dollars, which is cheaper than that's a hundred dollars cheaper actually than a sideshow. They're um, how much? One hundred and twenty five. And game over. Their Masters of the Universe Skeletor is perfection. <laughs> that's one hundred twenty five dollars. I don't know if that one is, but like all the other ones are, so I'm gonna have to say yes. Is it 125 plus my kidney? Just one of them. I don't know, dude, but that that Skeletor looks amazing. Yeah, that'll be my... I'll I'll be on the street and I'll still have that. (laughs) Yeah, so uh, check out what Mondo's doing over there. The Batman the Animated Series. um, Obviously, the DC versions have been really good and they're continuing on with that line. Um, But this one... Uh, at that scale, at that one six scale, looks great. And then a God of War figure that's, 
I mean, NECA has a God of War figure at one six seven. No, one eight. fourth scale. One fourth scale. No, we have it. No, we have it at seven inch scale. I'm saying though, they also have that big version. Oh, the big ones. Yeah, 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 the big version. So NECA does have one that does look very good and and does have a lot of articulation. And is great. Um, this Mondo version is just another version of it. So looks pretty great. Um, Mezco, they are continuing on with their one twelfth scale, uh, releasing the warriors, uh, which is a movie that's highly overrated. In my I've never watched it. Oh, I watched it. It was like, it's fine. You know, it's like, and I, I hate to say this, this is going to sound super sacrilegious, but it's like a clockwork orange to me. Like I get it. Yeah, I understand yeah. why people like it, but it's not the, it's not back to the future. <laughs> so yeah, exactly. It's, it's, it's fine. So cool. they're making, yeah. You mean I'll love it then? I mean, you'll say that was fine for the time. It's okay. Hmm. Um, do they sing like West Side Story? Kind of. They they do say warriors come out and play, and that's kind of sing song. <laughs> and verse like the not quite. There's no knife fighting. Well, um, but really lame. The warriors are getting figures as well as Black Bolt, and the one that I'm instantly going to be buying, which is Magneto. Camel toe Magneto. That Magneto is effing beautiful, and you know it. I know it is. I've been waiting yeah. for it. So it's other people. Yes. And here's the best thing is Mezco had to make a lock lockjaw figure. Did they? Sell a black bolt with a daredevil face. Did you see that? That's interesting. Same face. Huh. People are like, so, uh, Mezco, it's the same face. So you know what? Wow. Nobody cares about black bolt or your damn dog. Uh, so thanks to the Magneto. But then it, then it goes out to these really like these Mezco fans that, that hate everything and they're just Oh, is that it? Yeah, that's it, buddies. You just got a bunch of shit at uh, Toy Fair where they actually reveal toys. Exactly. Toy exactly. Show. So a shut up. Toy show. Um, let's go on to NECA. NECA yeah. seemed to pull out. They they were like, Toy Fair, what? We're yeah. all about <laughs> They They kicked some ass this year. Um, they really, really did. So... The big thing is, is that after the the departure of Toys R Us into heaven, um, where where sure. were yeah yeah or hell or wherever <laughs> Toys R Us decides to go, DC uh, Earth Verse or whatever, yeah. they, that's where they are. Yeah, um, <laughs> the they're gonna be end up they're gonna go to Target. No on no online ordering, just. You go to your Target, you buy toys like you used to, and that's it, people. That's it? That's it. I didn't know there was no online ordering. Mm-hmm. That was today. I saw that online. Oh, okay. okay. Mm-hmm. Cool. Uh, next up, they're going to just keep throwing these Kenner Aliens characters at us because they can't get the rights to the other the real faces. So uh, we're getting a Drake, actually, which is awesome. About time. About time. time. And um, that's cool. And I'm sure he'll be released with these alien resurrection figures that we saw of uh, Ripley and her love child. Huh. <laughs> sure. 
I'll buy them. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah it's, it, it comes with like placenta in a jar. Um, it's really gross. Um, remember those old sets where like it would be like the alien slime and like you put the guy in there. Snake, snake mountains like that for God's sakes. What was that stuff? Was it was it semen? It was gack. Oh, gack. Was that semen? <laughs> no? Okay, are we done? Okay. Um, <laughs> speaking of tribute figures, uh, you know, NECA's gonna. They're not stopping at aliens. They're gonna visit another R-rated franchise from our childhood that we bought toys based on. The minute I saw these Terminator figures, the one Terminator guy, like the Arnold with like the claw hand, I was like, good God, that's the fucking Kenner figure. And it was. They're doing it. They have a Kenner tribute line coming. Why not? They're all over. They're all over the nostalgia. Yeah, that, that line is like, uh, take the UPC uh, codes off of your computer or uh, off your serial and send them in <laughs> off your computer. Yeah, I'm very excited about that line. That's pretty cool and uh, that's smart. Hell yeah. I mean, it's, it's, I knew exactly what it was when I looked at it. Yeah. Dreams come true. Uh, <laughs> speaking of dreams come true, we got a new uh, Halloween movie this year. And hopefully it's good. Uh, so, of course, NECA will be making an action figure based on Michael Myers 2018. Yeah, th- this was no surprise. Um, I think they even teased it when mm-hmm. the trailer came out. Um, whatever. Uh, uh, sorry, like I don't mean to be like that, but I don't. I don't really care. I am because I'm like, where's my Mezco one? But that's well. That's the thing, though. I'm getting that Mezco one, so I don't care right now. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, so Ninja Turtles is always a sore subject around the con time for most NECA fans and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle toy collectors, because nobody seems to understand that the company can't sell a certain scale. So um, six inch at conventions only people quarter scale outside of that. So. Uh, the Foot Ninja we were uh, showing at Comic Con this year will be a quarter scale figure. Foot Ninja yeah. on the movie, movie, movie version. Maybe, yeah, the movie version. Um, awesome. awesome. Yes, pretty excited about that one. It looks pretty awesome. So if you've been collecting these, uh, the you know the Turtles figures, um, curious that it's it's that instead of like you know Splinter or Shredder, but. Regardless, still pretty cool that you get that that foot soldier because I don't remember any figure of that foot soldier ever. Um, you know what I mean? Yep. So that's that's cool. Yeah, I'm about that. Maybe in the Playmates. Yeah, time ago, but it's garbage. Yeah, maybe a long time ago. Yeah. Come on. Uh, throwing it back a little bit further. No, actually, about the same. Uh, Ace Ventura is getting an ultimate figure, clothed <laughs> action figure. Uh, what is old is new again, as we've always said. Uh, I love these clothed action figures from uh, NECA. They do a much better job than even the new Mego does. Uh, have you seen those figures? They look like garbage. Uh, but yeah, come on, NECA. You keep doing your clothed action figures because they are awesome. And you're getting a, we're getting Ace Ventura. I will buy this. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I saw this figure. 
I was cracking up. And uh, my wife was like, does he really make these faces in the movie? And I went back and did a Google search. And I'm like, yes, he does. What? And I can tell you, I can tell you the exact scene where he makes this face. Yes. So, yeah, I'm, I'm super excited about um, this figure. And that's, again, that's an instant pie for me. Yeah. He <laughs> comes with all these animals. It's, it's hilarious to me. And finally up, finally on NECA's uh, schedule here, uh, something that definitely didn't need to be made, but everybody seems to be making uh, <laughs> Golden Girls stuff from Funko to NECA now. Uh, we're getting a four-pack of Golden Girls clothed action figures. Uh, this one was... This, I mean, you know, it's funny. It's funny because, like, Deadpool, like, makes references. Like, it's always, like, such weird references to the Golden Girls. And there's such a... Even like like my wife loves the Golden Girl. She like freaks out when you say the Golden. Girl. I actually love the Golden Girl. Yeah, me too. It's like it's funny how ingrained that is into our uh, <laughs> our early childhood. Yeah, like four strong old ladies just not taking shit from anyone. Yeah, um, I'll probably get these. <laughs> it's and weird. Not open it. Yeah, yeah. Like um, I'm actually pretty excited about it. So that's cool. You want to close this out on this uh, toy news? Yeah. So our favorite Diamond Select toys um, released a lot of statues. I can't even go through them all, yeah. but just a lot. Um, if I can say great, great stuff. I, I mean, they from from the just a couple of years ago to now, how much they've upped their collector statue lines from like entry level to people who want to spend money on them. Like, if you want to get a really good quality statue, you need to be checking this stuff out. Yeah. Um, they're releasing a whole line devoted to uh, metal. Mm. So you're getting all those different Batman variants, including the man or the Batman who laughs and uh, the Aqua Woman and all that stuff. So they're doing a whole line of those, amongst other things. So DST is killing it with those. And the thing about them is that you know, compared to some other statue companies, um, they're just cheap, very yeah. cheaper, you know? Well, it, no, it, like I said, there's a scale to that. It's yeah. like, it's, it depends. Like they are friendly to what you want to spend. I believe. Yeah. On quality products. I also wanted to say, I for, I totally forgot to mention this. We didn't put it down, but, uh, quantum mechanics mm. released a whole line of new, uh, mini figures. Q figs. Yeah, Q figs. Um, they do have a one six scale line, and they are releasing new Star Trek toys um, specifically. But their Q figs, they really amped it up as far as like what they do, and it's cool because they're like they're like little scenes, you know? Mm-hmm. They're like little fun scenes that aren't necessarily in the comics or the TV show or the movies. They're just that it's fun. Yeah, um, you you bought me that uh, Green Arrow one. Yeah. yeah. It's one of my mainstays on my desk. Uh, it's it's cool. It's from Arrow. Um, and then I bought uh, a Jessica Jones one, and it's yeah. just like they're just cute. They're lo- like they're not like they're on a different idea from like pop or anything like that. They do their own thing. So it's uh, it's something to check out if you want a little little cool little trinket. Yeah, perfect for your desk. So yeah. just yeah. I, f- I forgot to mention that, but Quantum Mechanics. Um, 
has thrown out some some good new Qfigs. So, but going back to DST, uh, it seems like they picked up the John Wick uh, <laughs> license, and they're going to be Trade. releasing, uh, I don't know, John Wick Select, right? Mini mates, mini mates, yeah, yep, yeah. So it's it's uh, probably vinyl mates, you know. Oh, oh, I did want to mention that. So it seems like DST can't make DC mini mates, right? But they have no problem making these vinny mates now. Yeah, they can make vinyl mates. Fun. There are a ton of vinyl mates coming out uh, that were previewed this year. That are just they just seem to be taking that DC license and running because they can. And I think that's a really good thing. Yeah, I mean they've they've had the Batman the Amazing series for a long time, um, and they they did do a very limited run at the beginning at the beginning with right. DC, but I don't know what it's weird. I don't know what the disconnect is. It's called DC they, collectibles. Yeah, but how, like, the but DC collectibles doesn't do that scale. I know, but I'm sure Only that Lego have- does. I think they have some kind of agreement between the two because they seem pretty friendly at toy fairs. Right. Yeah, no. I mean, they share a booth. Right, exactly. So it's um, like, why compete where you don't have to, I guess? I just think that they should be able to make mini-mates. Like, a Batman Beyond mini-mate, dude, like, mm-hmm. game over. Like, they, they need to do it. So I also feel like maybe Funko has some kind of licensing in there because they're doing again, those. Again, they just don't do that, min- they don't do that they, size. They do, but they don't do it in a regular basis. They've released, like, the 66 series, or they've done, like, the, the collector core boxes. But they don't do it in that articulation. They don't, but would that count as the same category of action figure hmm. yeah That's, i wonder i wonder we can debate that all night we could but anywho We're lots tired. of toys lots of toys got released um <laughs> if you're a bandai fan dragon ball z like there was uh, a, a large line of bandai uh avengers figures the harry potter uh, figures were on, on display yep the harry potter figures yeah infinity war figures so bandai did do a really good job with um their releases and if in America it's bluefin to get their distribution mm-hmm. uh, in order to get those figures. So and you'll you'll probably see them at Barnes and Noble. They seem to be there. But anywho, lots and lots of figures. Um, but that's it. That's the end of our, our San Diego Comic Con coverage. Um, I think I think we did pretty damn good this year. I do, I do, and I and I think the Comic Con did a good job. I think yeah. uh, they did. They. You know, we'll see what's going to happen at New York City in October because I think that we're going to get even more uh, TV announcements and actual physical comic announcements. Um, but in the meantime, uh, we have our 100th episode coming up, our six-year anniversary coming up. Um, we're going to be doing a giveaway. Um, you know, keep checking. Don't forget tell.com as the news and reviews and interviews continue to come in uh, every day. We update it. Um, Chris, where else can you find us on social media? Uh, the Facebooks, the Instagrams, and the Twitters. Uh, we're all over that. So you can tune into our uh, news stories and link us easily from any of those social platforms to get to our articles. Absolutely. Oh, um, and. You can interact with us. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely, please uh, hit us up on any of the social medias. We'll be happy to talk to you. We'll be happy to debate. 
even on the website, you know, we know that we get some comments too. And, you know, we have to say thank you guys uh, for tuning in to the episodes, for supporting the podcast over the last four years, the website over the last six years. Um, it's kind of crazy to think uh, how long we've been doing this. We've been doing this since the day we were born. Yeah, we've been doing it since the day we were born. But since 2012, as far as um, actually putting it out to the world. And, um, you know, it's actually one of those things that wakes me up in the morning and, and drives me to keep creative and, and keep going. And, it's and an hopefully, itch. yeah, and hopefully you guys really appreciate that. Cause, cause we appreciate bringing that information out to you guys. So also, um, yeah. also we do yeah. have some special news coming in the near future. Oh yeah. Yeah. On the hundredth episode. Yep. Yeah. The hundredth episode, we're going to be putting out some really, we were excited stuff. Yes. Um, and we hope you guys are too. So thank you for tuning in. This is Casey saying, uh, may the Schwartz be with you. And this is Chris. Thank God this time of year only comes once a year. <laughs>